When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Honey, we are getting down to it on All Stars 8. Get down to it. Yep, it's the top five this week, and they are tasked with creating unique, show-stopping looks in the workroom that scream, I'm a winner, baby, from former winners on the runway. Inspired by previous All-Stars winners, not me, and with the guidance of <laughs> Chanel and Raven, the queens grab the sewing machines and glue guns and they get to work. And at this point, who knows who might just sway a vote? A word of encouragement? A snide remark? A spat about who gets what role? Or even simply a sparkly tank top. Huh. When it comes to All-Stars, anything is possible. Anything is possible. We are getting down to the final four with this episode. An all-new recap of Race Chaser starts now. M. Oh. M. Mom! Race Chaser. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race Chaser. Race Chaser. Oh, Grant. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Race, Drag Race. Starting from the very beginning. Um, this is the beginning. Oh, she's cooked. Girl her pride. Goose, her, her goose is cooked. <laughs> no, I think we all sound like that. This is the, the Tuesday after pride. Baby, my goose is scattered, smothered, bothered, and stuffed. <laughs> uh, uh, my name's Alaska. What is yours? Hello, I'm Derek Barry. Goose. Last week. <laughs> Get goose. <laughs> I am Auntie Goose. I'm not your mother goose. Clean up after yourself. Um... The Your queen? Honor, it's giving very. Yeah, I need to get Miss- my money from this man. Yeah, he's yeah. terrible. Yeah, wants to be a woman. Yeah, he's terrible. Your Honor, Miss Girl Goose. Um, <laughs> Tell us what happened last week on Drag Race. Last week, the queens improvised their way through a rue crime series. Forensic queens. There were some casting couch drama. Alexis cried. Kahana was defeated and wanted to leave, and then Rue had to come in and. Shit the girls straight. And if they stay in their feelings and want to leave the show, she will not have a season. So RuPaul did a little pop-up. That's why. On the runway, Ru served vanity license plate pussy. And the queens were giving Little Miss Phil in the blank. La La Ree won the challenge. She also won the lip sync battle against Georges. And then she sent Kahana home. Yeah. Which brings us to episode eight, which is You're a Winner, Baby. Did you tell me what you would have done for Little Miss Phil in the blank? I remember you were wondering and you never came up with it. Oh, yeah, no, I don't know. Okay, well, maybe on All-Stars, all winners. <laughs> Miss Man Pig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Little Miss Tighten Up and Push Out. Yeah. What What if you What if you drove down in, like, a Scooby-Doo van and you got out with a big chain that said, like, G, and then you were Little Miss Van G? 
Or if you got out and then you just, if you shook a bottle of white clear liquid at the end of the runway after you got out of the cardboard van. So you were Little Miss Van G. Oh, G. Oh, I see. No. Like Um, like the drug. That's If you have to explain it to the judges. I think RuPaul would understand what GHB is. (laughs) She would be like, I get this. This I get. She's like, oh, yeah, the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uppers, downers, and candy cords. <laughs> uh, so, Lala is feeling the high because she has won. She's so happy. We get a lipstick message from Kahana that says, I adore all of you. This has changed me forever. Love, Kahana. She says that when she leaves the doctors, though, too. She, <laughs> she is a permanent procedure puss. She should have said, I adore some of you. This has changed me And then it would just leave them all guessing. And then it would go straight to Alexis. Um, Alexis says she will never forget that Lala saved her this week tearfully. Give it 45 minutes. Give it 45 minutes. (laughs) They go over and they count all the votes. And Candy says, now I have to tell you, Kahana voted for herself. That vote is for me. (laughs) Alexis's face went, what? (laughs) <laughs> and then Candy says, just kidding. <laughs> so funny. Just joking. I do, I do also enjoy that Lala says production can afford a maid to clean the lipstick off the mirror. We love that. <laughs> I won't be seen cleaning on camera. Honestly, girls, it lowers your street value. The ladies are playing in their drag as they get undressed. Um, this is the part where Jimbo is body slamming Alexis with her tits. Alexis probably nutted eight times oh. while she sucked on Jessica's sausage crown. Oh, my God. Where do you think they got the sausage from? They just pulled out a little prolapse from Alexis and then tied it off. Some sort of festival. That lives. <laughs> a sausage festival. The festival. The festival. I wish to fist at the festival. The next day, Jimbo's doing, she's doing the most. She's doing the baloney bit. Girl, nobody asked for her tight seven minute of lunch meat. She's throwing. Well, maybe she said, I don't know. This is getting a little, we got to do something. We got, it's getting a little, there's only a few of us left. There ain't nothing to talk about. I love my baloney out. My favorite thing is that Jimbo thinks that the, the main camera, the straight camera on is her camera. And that that angle does not even film her once. She gets it from the side, just looking like a random (laughs) crazy person throwing baloney in the streets of downtown LA. Yeah, like she, like girl, find ask your say, what's my camera? Uh. The queen. Yeah, that's gross. That's gross. (laughs) I'm just imagining the smell. I I don't. And warm. I, it was up against her body that whole time while she was probably wait, getting was mic'd. It against, was it against her creamy thighs? Oof, probably. That's I where it fell out of. statement. I would like to smell the bologna. Oh, now you want a bologna sandwich. No. <laughs> I can go know, for a bologna sandwich myself. <laughs> you, know, you know those creamy thighs are, gru- are gluten-free, right? Oh, please stop, Pop. We have to get through this podcast. I can't be distracted this way. Alexis is uh, distracting herself, making a glory hole, trying to peek through with her tongue going, sister, sister. (laughs) The workroom is very empty because now there's only, you know, five girls here. And RuPaul comes in and says, who's quitting today? Oh, she She said, it's quitting time. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The pick crew... Uh, Maxine Challenge. Mm-hmm. It's drag droppings inspired by all different All Stars winners. Well, not um, all different, but some. Mm, uh, I was, no, I was like, yet another dig. First, you do a pound cake episode. Yeah. Then the next week, you literally are like, and all of these Hall of Famers except for Alaska and Chad. Girl, there there have been 10 of you, I feel like, right? Ten? My box would have been sickening. Your My box-, box is pretty. Uh, it is the best. I do think your box would have been more identifiable iconic. and yeah. iconic than, say, Trinity's box. Because 
Trinity does so many different types of drag. And yeah. you and I only you do just, like three. Yeah, you do like maybe two and a half. You do homeless glamour uh alien. Oh God. Is that a read? Yeah. It's not a read <laughs> because I had it memorized. Um it's not on the outline. Alaska, uh, when was the last time you were on All Stars? Was it when you played the drums with a mole on your face? When you were Janice? Yeah, I think that was it. Because you also did the Handmaid's Tale bit. Yeah. And you also were on a season holding an umbrella that said Team Katya. Yeah, but that was the that was when I did the the band drumming. The band, okay. Mm. Well, on this maxi challenge, the queens are transforming materials from their selected trunks into original looks that scream, I'm a winner, baby. Yes. And these and, and Lala gets to assign the boxes because she was the winner last week and she chooses Shea Coulee. Mm-hmm. And Alexis. then Alexis gets Trinity the Tuck, Jessica Kylie, Candy Monet, Jimbo Trixie. Th- those pairings seem to make sense. Yeah, they do. Uh what box would you have wanted? The Alaska box, please. Oh, okay. Plucked. I would have I would have wanted the <laughs> plucked. I think I would have wanted the Kylie Sunique love box because I probably would have found my own things in it. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, Candy gets sponges. a little slingshot, right? <laughs> slingshot and some some residue. Uh, Why don't we go ahead and take a break and then get into these boxes? Get into my box. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag. And use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's helixsleep.com slash drag. And use code HELIXPARTNER20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag Drag. today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. The Chanel and Raven walkthrough. Can we just skip to that? Mm-hmm. 
Well, can we talk about Alexis's face with her own rhinestone? Alexis's shirt with her own rhinestone face on it. Uh, sure. I mean, I didn't what, notice. What kind of villain wears a shirt with their? What kind of villain wears anything with their own face on it? <laughs> Aw, that's a cute shirt. I would like that. Yeah. Um, Chanel oh, is here. Sure. <laughs> Chanel comes through for her um for her walkthrough fitting consultation with Alexis as her seamstress. This was brilliant. I don't know if they told Chanel. I, the, I think they probably didn't have to coach her at all. <laughs> I think that she derailed and every derided every, everyone just perfectly on her own. Well, how long have you been in the All-Stars competition been, um, <laughs> afflicted with this affliction? And have you always known you'd be afflicted with this affliction of drag? And her fucking feathers are poking Raven in the face. They're like two inches from Raven's cone in her cheekbone right there. Did you see that? They're in Raven's single shot. And then they... they Yep. And then they cut back to um, Chanel. And her single shot can't even contain all of her feathers. This is how you do drag. Upset the fucking wagon. And these she's poor purple chickens that had to die on her so each shoulder. So many dead purple birds. She said, come here, chicky, chicky, chicky. <laughs> now get in that grape Kool-Aid. Let me die you. This was the Tori and Dean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, was it Tori and Dean? Yeah, it was Tori and Dean. This is the Tori and Dean interview on Acid. Sort of, yeah, it, re- you know, like it really was. Like a reptilian sort of cover-up, a serpent-like that kind of wraps <laughs> down and around the body. She wants you to make something for her. <laughs> you know Chanel is go- always going to have some chimera animal reference <laughs> in her outfit, some mystical bullshit something of a carnival. She looks great. I'm wondering why all of these queens pick up their trunks and travel them over when they clearly have wheels on them. <laughs> I don't don't know. Alexis is giving Olaf from Frozen the way she's lugging over her fucking trunk. (laughs) But she does have a beautiful sketch made out. It looks very Mugler, a good shoulder, a nipped-in waist. Now, did you think about doing something totally different, though? Maybe something reptilian with feathers. (laughs) Peplums and ornate costumes. Something very Juggling. Mame or Vera, either one. <laughs> Chanel is wonderful. I hope this is like teasing her to come back for another All Stars because I Me could too. see that happening, and I think she would just be a captivating characteress. I would also like to notate that um, Raven is in her Carrie Colby promo shoe with the little gumdrop heel and a slim French cut panty with a mm-hmm. polka dot ruffle. Which she pulls down midway through, midway through the girl, she says, let me show you this, this, this target bra. And then this bejeweled, pearled snood and the sculpted hair. Raven looks beautiful. And she's got some blue up in that eye. I love, I love how Raven looks. Um, I am not a fan of her, but she is funny and engaging in this episode. Okay. Yeah, she looks great. You can't come for the looks for sure. Mm, Beautiful. Uh, my compliments I hope, to the doctor. I hope Chanel comes back, and I have a feeling that she will steal that that purse. <laughs> By the purse, I mean the prize. But. Yes. Um, Can I just give honorable mention to <laughs> Chanel telling Candy, I just love that you truly just live for yourself. I can appreciate that. <laughs> she just called it right out. <laughs> she, she does. Where the fuck is RuPaul? Why did they send in these two? Were the girls... Do you think RuPaul wasn't getting what she needed? So she's like, go in and say horrible things right to their face, like backwards compliments, Chanel. And Raven, you just go stare at people and intimidate them. Do you think that's what RuPaul said? Usually they do this when RuPaul is getting in drag on the same day. On the finale, yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know. Maybe maybe Ru was like, I had to go in and put out a fire last week. So, honey, this week you you go do it, Tootsie. Or maybe she was filming her architectural digest that week with um, you know, <laughs> no frills. 
no frills. It's she didn't have time. Um, Jimbo struggling with time management as always. This is what Jimbo does. She's the last girl out for every show. She's the last girl out of the building after the show. She's the last girl out for the meet and greet. <laughs> She's not totally. good with time management. And if you talk to people, you're even worse because that puts you even more behind. She's also stealing. Yes. Well, I mean, there's good material to go around. This becomes the sort of saga of uh, the dresses with LaLaurie because mm -hmm. she's like, she made this dress out of like the sequin, but it was like a pattern fabric and the patterns weren't like lining up right and like didn't look right on her body. So she said, well, I'm scrapping it. I'm starting a whole new dress. It was a lot of pattern. Like I think she made the right choice by scrapping that. I hope that she does sell it somewhere. Or at least remain seated it? upon it. Maybe she could make like a lining out of it or something. That fabric was a bit Z. And it was all like busy, mostly... busy, busy. <laughs> the fabric was all secondary colors, like purple, orange, Jewel and tones. like and <laughs> It was it was dark autumn jewel tones, and then it had a lime green cast over it of <laughs> yeah. the sequin. It was a distinct fabric. It was distinct for sure. It was, it was very distinct. Um. <laughs> well, the next day, Lala shows up, and she has sewed a whole new orange dress. Do you think she sewed it at home? Yeah, um, it seems like a lot of the girls were doing homework with the dresses and doing them at home. Yeah, Candy I, said, I'll be up all night. Candy remade her top because they she have sewing the, machines at home, or are they just doing stuff by hand? I mean, trim trimming is usually by hand, like those giant stones that one of the girls was going to put on. That would all have to be by hand. Yeah. Um, I feel like Candy's like spaghetti strap, and her neckline might have been by hand. Yeah. Or by foot, who knows? By mouth. Oh my God. Hoof. Foot, foot and mouth. Hoof <laughs> and mouth disease. Yeah. You ever have a guy ask you to suck your own toes? That's when you know you need a pedicure. No. He's like, I put your haven't. foot in your mouth. Oh. Yeah, me neither. I this mean, is the moment. I could. I'm flexible. Yeah. Yeah. R well, well, World of Wonder did not ask about your schedule. <laughs> Thanks for the email. Um, All right, my dates are, my dates are flex. <laughs> Jim, uh, la, la. Jimbo doesn't isn't doing makeup underneath her face. Skinny. No. And what if she won and lip synced? Then what? Would she have just put on a quick mug? Mm, I think she. Here's the thing. Can I talk about this plant theory right now? They yeah. knew Robert Plant. That it, I do look like him. Thank you. Um, they do knew they they do been knew that <laughs> that if Alexis won, they knew what she was going to do. That she was going to upset the apple cart. If Jimbo won, this wouldn't have happened. There was no Jimbo could have designed fucking Rick Owens meets Mugler, a fantasy on the runway. Yeah, and she still would not have won because they wanted. Alexis to execute their villain plan, which was definitely to cause some drama and fuck shit up because Jimbo yeah. was not going to do this. Jimbo was going to be fair and nice or something. And this was, this and was what happened. She didn't owe anyone anything. Like the only thing she was in was an alliance with candy. That was it. But there were no stakes with who she would send home. Yeah, right. there was no chance Jimbo was going to win this. They wanted someone to do something that they kept threatening to do in the interview chair, you know? Yeah. And that's Ale that's Alexis. Alexis was the villain in this. Um, but everyone is talking about that bitch Jimbo got to go because she's the biggest competition in the chairs. Um, and yeah. this is this is one of... This is also foreshadowing because Lala says, I want to make a big gown with puff sleeves I've never made anything like that. I've never sewn a gown before. And then Jimbo makes a big gown with puff sleeves. Mm. So it's kind of like this. It feels like this whole episode was written by AI because all the story beats that it are programmed in are being hit. Does this yeah. make sense? Yeah. And even, even in like, bitch, where is it? 
they're sleep deprived when they walked in and they're saying something about being confident and comfortable is tell me that ain't a read. You look confident, comfortable. <laughs> you look comfortable in your drag. You look comfortable. Is the floor comfortable? Uh, are we to the main stage? Alexis is seen on camera saying, I would not send Jimbo home if I was in the position to do so. So this is foreshadowing. 100%. They're talking, they're getting Alexis to say everything that she will or won't do. Yeah. And she the queens, says that to Jimbo. They pull each other aside and make a little alliance last minute. Yeah. And she also says to Alexis, oh, I won't, I won't forget what you did to me last week in every segment. Or she says she it to says Lala. She says it to Lala, yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget that, this. Um, have you been watching Roscoe's and Heidi's Patreon too? Because Heidi's Patreon says that Candy said twice that they needed to get rid of Jimbo. Once, it was when there were three girls down and Jimbo said something to a producer while they were in the car waiting to come in and it made the producer laugh. And then Jimbo got out of the car and Candy turned around to the van of girls and said, if Jimbo lands in the bottom, we need to get rid of her because the producers live for her. Which well, is something true. that the other which is something that Heidi says other girls confirmed happened, but did not wish to be named and brought into the brouhaha. Girls other than Alexis. Because then it happened again when Alexis was there. For sure. And Alexis did kind of confirm it. This is the tale of two the tale of two T girls. Um there is no uh there's no proving who is right, who is wrong. The cameras were not on, but one girl says one thing, another girl says the other thing. And bitch, I was there and I was woken up by the fight that Candy and Heidi had and screaming on tour. Oh. When when because Heidi talks about in the Roscoe's uh YouTube episode from this week. That mm-hmm. there was some yelling and there was some barking on two occasions on that Haters Roast tour. And there was and there would and there did and they did. <laughs> they, I was I, I was almost the peacekeeper. I was like, girls. <laughs> Don't girls, throw her in the trash can. I'll let you all wear one of my wigs if you calm down. The Don't humans. pull out your bank balance on the phone. Mama, I own a home. I own a home in Reno. I own a timeshare in Reno. I own a timeshare in Reno, and I rent to own in Carson City, Nevada. You need to fix them droopy elbows. I'm boarding a flight right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To Poughkeepsie. Do you think that... So, I'm liking this tweet from my flight, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> it's a regional like, jet, so there is no first class, but I am in, in the front. <laughs> I'm in a bulkhead, which, which you're probably... <laughs> I am We're liking this tweet from my bulkhead seat, and I have put both of my personal items above. Uh, and, <laughs> and on that note, let's take a break. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Wait, wait, wait. Candy quoted Gaga because the girls are talking about how tired they are and somebody says no sleep and then you hear Candy off screen go, bus. Another bus. It's the first club. No, we only get one word of it, but those in the know will know that club Gaga is legend representative. legend art theater. <laughs> Candy's a little monster. Been from the jump. Okay. I know. Um, Candy's the biggest little monster. She should be in um, a remake of Little Monsters with Fred Savage all grown up. 
And then like or the bed our is real, the bed our is, real monsters. One of the corners of the bed is like three feet off the ground, and the little kid's like, "Um, is somebody under there?" <laughs> and it's just like Candy's alien like legs sticking out from that like green costume she did. If you don't have star quality, get you need to get the fuck out of my bedroom. <laughs> RuPaul on the main stage. All right, is, is scooching. She is scooching. She's scoochy today. She is scooching. This makeup is uh, cat like, <laughs> and yeah. you know, you know, cat-like. RuPaul loves RuPaul loves to do a turquoise <laughs> accessory. She does a single turquoise bracelet. She said, "Oh, Curtis William isn't available for hair anymore. Um, just give me that dust bunny under the couch." <laughs> okay. What the fuck is this? Sharon Needles goes to a rave wig. <laughs> oh my god! It's it's Sharon Needles meets a bi level Madame Laqueer. Bi level. <laughs> yeah, because you know how Madame Laqueer would always do the one like sided big short on the other yes. side. Uh huh. Very much that. Listen, she's playing with shape, silhouette, and style. Uh, It's playful. I think it could have been taller on the top. She does not have the height that we are used to, so this looks kind of like a hatchet job on the wig. (laughs) She said, just do whatever you want. Oh, not that. Leave one side long. (laughs) This hair is unique. Michelle is uh, giving... Michelle is giving the woman in white. Do we think the shoe matches the dress? No. No, I don't. But I also think that the shoe may not be lit as well as the center of her. Because she does have a bank of lights above her. And your shoes are never lit as well as your face. You know? So that's why the reading is a different color. The reading is a different pink, maybe. Yeah. But um, I do have a... a (laughs) I do have a question. If you need to introduce somebody as in Untucked, they said, uh, Alexis is like, and oh my God, it is Brandon Boyd from the band Incubus. If you have to say where they're from, they're not worthy of being a guest judge. It should be drag and GLBT luminaries. Now, if it was the guy from Imagine Dragons, who's a giant ally and it's not just performative, it's better than a fan of the show from Incubus. You know, well, his girlfriend wanted to suck it. Well, that's fine, but she should have put on a better <laughs> wig to suck it. <laughs> she put on a root wig, Eddie. <laughs> Girl, <For> today. <laughs> she, and it's not for rooting. It was she was rooting around in the wig bin, and that's why it's a rooting wig. I don't think Brandon Boyd is a qualified drag judge, um, much in the way same way that the other judges. One is a friend of a drag queen. Another hosts a drag bunch but doesn't do drag, and the other one knows some drag queens. Yeah. So this panel today okay. is wholly unqualified, other than RuPaul. Um, <laughs> okay. Ross the bottom is, of the wig is crimped. Do you see that? The whole yes. mullet part is crimped. Ba- baby, this She's this playing. wig has a lot going on. She's Curtis playing. Williams said, "I'm hitting it, bitch." Uh, you can you can get Morgan's boyfriend. Um, now I do have a question about Ross's uh, blouse. We're setting up seventy five dollars. How much? How much? 175. Oh, okay. And that is not even a silk satin. That's a polyester satin. Polycrepe to sheen. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Do you think that the colorblind people that would wear this blouse could also be afflicted with deafness because the pattern is so loud? Yeah. I'm sure. worried for everybody who wears a Ross Matthews blouse. I want one. I still have to get one. Do you, do you think we should wear them in promo next season? Yes. <laughs> That's a good idea. Do you think we'd lose viewers even more so than when I just normally talk? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to this runway. Let's, because that means we're not looking at Ross's blouse anymore or Rue's wig. Oh my God. Project Runaway. <laughs> Candy I, Muse. Candy Muse um, is looking fierce. She looks very Tom Ford for Gucci. Monet Exchange is known for sleek gowns. She wore that briefcase gown that was like all Naga Hyde. This is a similar silhouette. It's very New York girl, no frills. She's got her sponge. 
If she did not have the sponge, I would have no idea that she was given Monet's box. Yeah, I mean, that that is true. I, does she look great? Yeah, yes. she looks gorgeous. I love this silhouette of dress. This is one of the first, like, custom dresses I ever had made was literally this this shape and this color and, like, a shiny black dress that scooched down to there and mm-hmm. slit up, clean up to my hip. I mm-hmm. love a simple black dress. I think she looks great, but... It's it's verging on safe. Yeah, and I mean, at least she did everything in her power. Otherwise, she put on a great piece of hair. Uh, she greased herself dude. up like a manatee caught in a, a waste retention pipe trying to get out. She is oiled and lovely. And then just give an OTS on the runway and pooching, mama. She's pooching. Beautiful. Sponges. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Bone is up next. This is fabulous. Yeah. This, this puff sleeve and the crazy pearl face. She knew, she knew where to spend her time wisely on this because the sleeve and the silhouette is such a dramatic impact. This is like, as soon as you see it, you're like, oh, this will be fan art for the rest of, you know, you're going to see this for the next 40 years and be like, oh, crazy Jimbo. Yeah. It's she definitely well cape. done. Yeah, it's it's well designed and then it's well made. Uh, she knows her way around, you know, putting the look to- yeah. together clearly. And a, and do- a cat and- suit is very hard to do. Yeah, and does this read as Trixie? No, it doesn't necessarily read as Trixie, but it reads as inspired by her. And Jimbo made it into her own. Yes. I mean, if they wanted something just to read as a Trixie, they would have kept James. Oh. Okay. Um. Yet Is that a read? Dig. Yet another dig. Next is Lollarie. Wait, can... Okay, keep going. <laughs> She's giving orange, tangerine, creamsicle. I love this. I love it too. I think that there should have been bigger jewelry or different jewelry. And this hair, Alexis gave her. And I Aww. feel like... I feel like it should the front should have been pulled down a little bit, like a, a little quiff in the front, like a bedhead Marilyn, instead of all up off of her face a little bit. She's doing that Queen Elizabeth shit. She's doing that RuPaul thing where you scooch it back even beyond where your hairline would naturally be. No, I, I get that. I don't mind the placement, but I think some of the hair should have fallen forward like a soft, disheveled Marilyn instead of more of a sculpted Marilyn. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I do. Um, I don't, and I also think the sleeve arm looks like her big arm coming out of the no sleeve side looks like an asshole being prolapsed, because oh. this when unless she has her arm flat against her body, it looks like the 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 elastic on a sock when a foot's real big. You see what I mean? I looks like, like that those. asshole. That asshole being pulled out right there. I like it too. I just don't think the sleeve length works on her necessarily. And the other sleeve hole is just feels strange. And this turquoise, this trim looks cheap. Oh, it's not even a necklace. It's just trim. Yeah. And it's not, it's not gem trim. That's plastic gem trim. I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of her accessorization. The dress itself, I would wear it. It's beautifully made as far as I can tell. Next Alexis is Alexis Michelle. Michelle taking a page out of Chanel's book for sure. She's got <laughs> feathers and peplums and uh, ruffles and... And we see why this dress took um, some t- time for Alexis because she was matching up all these sequin patterns in all the panels. And there's at least yeah. two panels on the front and probably two on the back. That's one, two, three. That's six seams she had to meet up. Plus a zipper. And the arms, the arm panels. Yeah, that's She's, not easy to execute, and it's it fits her perfectly. Uh, it's She's evocative like a fourteen-year-old girl. I thought she was going to have a starfish on her face, <laughs> or oh. open up her arms, or use the train to make a star shape, and then be like, "I'm stanky," oh. because I feel like that tool would have made a perfect star shape. Yeah, but. It's beautiful. 
It's fierce. Uh, it's evocative of Trinity the Tuck. It's it's clean. It's well executed, and she looks radiant for sure. They could have moved her mic pack from the small of her back up to her neckline, so it wouldn't have looked like she had ankylosis spinalitis. Oh yeah, I'm she d- I'm so obsessive about where they put my mic pack. Are don't you? I thought waist. I was the only one. You don't could see put it, it on at my the waist, top. bitch. You could see it poking out of the top of her corset, giving her a hump, and they should have put it on her neckline. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Wilde is mm-hmm. giving snakeskin silver sex. It's giving handkerchief hem Versace, chartreuse and silver. Um, Chanel was like, it's very samba. Yeah. Um, like Chanel knows the difference between a fucking samba and a cha cha. <laughs> Florida cha cha. <laughs> um, do you think if I gave Chanel um four hundred dollars out of my purse, she would wear this gown? It is reptilian <laughs> in nature. I love it. I think it's very like um love is a battlefield, like Queen of the Hookers getting in a fight with the Johns. <laughs> I know that reference. I think it is it is nice. It's a, it's a little it's nice. What is your umbrage? It's a handkerchief hem. This took no um precision really and the boob The top has precision. What'd you say? The top has precision. The top is obviously constructed on a corset which was already hers. Oh. And put together on that. Um, I do think there is some expertise that went into this. I don't think it, it challenge. I don't think difficulty wise, if we're going, you know, by her her difficulty level, I don't think this was as difficult as many of the other girls' stuff, including Lala's. Who's, Lala's who's box is this. This is Sony. Kylie Sony. Oh, okay. I don't think the the tit necessarily. Um, it, the one tit, the, the pointy tit. Pointy tit. <laughs> Old pointy tits over here. Yeah, I think the the hair should have been flipped to the other side for pointy tit. You okay. know what I mean? It should be, the hair should be covering the strap, not her shoulder. She can get peekaboo shoulder. Yeah. I, I do think she looks very pretty, but the girls on tour, I was on tour with a bunch of these haters roast girls who were on this stage and they said the judges were peeing for Jessica and pushing and peeing. I have a, a no drag knowledge ass question about proportionizing. Why? What element of this makes her look so squat? Is it it's, how it's low a, it's the all corset the fa- goes? It's the, the lowness of the neckline combined with the lowness of the hemline. And the bulk of the fabric is at the bottom. So you know how Grimace looks bottom heavy because he's wider at the bottom uh-huh. and shorter? It's the same thing. You're going to look wider at the bottom and shorter when you have more volume and like mass at the bottom. Okay. I'm glad she kept her hair off her face and bouncy and beautiful and kept her neckline open. This, this kind of open neckline really helps in the way that you see Lala's is kind of blocked off where it's just face and all hair and fabric up to her chin. Yeah. But Jessica looks pretty. She does. Uh, We definitely get some judges' critiques here. Uh, They said Candy's look was too simple. I agree about the the neckline could have been, could have plunged lower. Yeah, and I have some hypocrisy from Michelle Visage. Michelle says... To Alexis, I had no idea you could sew like that, which is crazy because in the Gaga episode, Alexis Michelle wears that velvet dress. And they're all like, oh, the fit on this? I know this wasn't easy to do. And didn't Alexis make that dress? I thought Alexis learned to sew since her season. Oh, yeah? Okay. Or maybe I'm making that up. Maybe that was someone else. But I think it was Alexis. I thought Alexis knew how to sew based on her other sewing challenges. Why didn't you tell me you could sew like that? <laughs> um, 
And then Michelle Visage says to Jessica, I had no idea you could throw down like this when Jessica won the ball challenge for what she made. Mm-hmm. Even though it was just a leotard. See, this is where I'm telling you they were trying to push Jessica through a little bit too because that ball challenge could have gone a lot of different ways too and it went to Jessica. Okay. So Michelle saying she has no idea. Yeah, because last time she sewed something, she made a little pink leotard. Looked beautiful, but it did not take all the skills of somebody else, that challenge. I'm just saying, IJS. Well, the winner this week is Miss Alexis Michelle, who wins $5,000. Jessica yeah. and Jimbo are deemed to be safe. Who would you have picked as the winner? Based on recognition from the box and execution. Well, Jimbo, but you can't, you can't give her a win every week. So Why if not? I'm putting my they producer did it to you. hat on... And no, they've they done it to not. her. Jimbo's they won six. spread around the wins a little you bit. Won, didn't you win four challenges? Yeah. And Sharon won four challenges. How many has Jimbo won? Six. Half of six, three. But also so they're his, spreading around the wins. I mean, my, you know, it, uh, and I think Bendel the Creme won five challenges. Mm-hmm. So I think they're more conscious of it now than they used to be. And I think they're, you know, I think they're spreading around the winds. And also it it comes down to who do they want to have to make the difficult decision here? Uh, And they want Alexis to make that decision. Yeah, because they know what she's going to be doing because she's been saying it in interview. Or actually, maybe they just know that she's a liar because she's been lying this whole time too because she's been telling girls one thing and then she does another thing. But well, I mean, either they, they, way, either way, you if you end up winning this episode, you have to send home someone beloved. You have to send home Candy or Lala. Like, that's a difficult decision no matter who it is. Or you could do something even cooler and just say, you know what, RuPaul, I'm done being your fucking fill-in and done judging. I'm going to send myself home because I don't think this is fair. I wish someone would do that and just have the cojones to say, fuck you, bitch. Do your job. You're so a like judge. So crime. why don't you fucking judge? No, ben did, ben did his own thing. Ben came there to prove what she wanted to do, and she proved it to herself that she could do it. And then yeah. she said, my time here is done. I've done what I needed to do. I think RuPaul needs to do what she needs to do. It's called RuPaul's Drag Race, not contestants' drag race. So do your fucking job. Stop villainizing these girls and keep the blood on your hands where it belongs, RuPaul and Michelle and Ross and Carson. Have some fucking cojones and do your fucking job. Because villainizing the girls makes the fans feel like they can villainize them too for making the decisions that you put on them for making a TV show because you don't want to be villainized anymore. Just hold up the transportation flag again, RuPaul. They'll villainize you for that, not your judging. I'm just it really is. pissed at this. Like, why can't the girls just go in the back and slap around Candy's titties and have a good time? You know? Yeah. Why do they have to make enemies out of their sisters and their friends? It's not fair to us because then it opens the door to everybody else to make us like the pariahs. Of their favorite TV show. Oh, well, you sent my favorite home. You made my favorite Heidi cry. Oh, you don't. You yeah. sent James home. She's pretty. She's my favorite. I hate you. I'm going to talk shit about you. Yeah. Pick me. Mm. I Which hate is, it. I hate I yeah. hate the girls having to beg for their lives to their own sisters. I hate it, too. I've been preaching and praying and saying this the whole time. I think you're this right. Lo- this lipstick voting system is demeaning. And I totally agree with you that it opens the door to uh, I mean, already you're going to have pretty much a lot of people criticizing things that you do on the show. That's just the nature of the beast. But but this is, it really opens the door to like, yeah, you're sending home somebody's favorite. You you directly are. Yeah, I just, I just don't understand why they thought they needed to do this to their already great TV show. And they, it's like when they moved Drag Race to Friday night. It's like, you didn't need to do that. Fridays were already fucking busy at these clubs. And it was already a busy night when it was Monday night. Put it back Monday nights on Logo. 
honestly, because Monday, when it was at Mondays, it created a whole new sense of revenue for the gay community and clubs because people went out on Mondays again. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think that it's very clear that World of Wonder wants their judges to do as little work as possible to keep them on the fan side and to make the girls be their, um, their villains. Well, why don't we take a break? I need one, bitch. I need to get a drink because I've been yelling and screaming and scooching. (laughs) It twirled up. My dress twirled up. I the bottom said, queens wait, are lost. I just lo- said that on Very Delta this week. <laughs> I just said that on Very Delta this week. It was very Delta. The bottom queens are Lala Ree and Candy Muse, which, again, whoever it goes home, people are going to be mad. They're both beloved, and you, you could argue both ways of how this could go. Alexis is giving us uh, one final acting challenge as she's doing her lipstick box deliberation. Girl. Do they have the same track record? Can we bring up the Wikipedia? Yeah, she says they have the exact same track record. What about minis? Let me look. See, but it's hard with minis because they don't do minis every week. I know, but... Mickey does. But even if they do... Even if they do too many challenges, if you if you won one of them, it's like a bonus point. This will be part of my rubric, by the way. Mm-hmm. Let's okay, look we're at looking at here. Candy and Lala. Wait, this is previous. Sorry. Oh no! Here we go. Candy Muse. Uh, Candy Muse has one. High, one high with her team, one win, four safes, and the bottom two. Okay. And Lala has three highs, three safes, and one win. So technically, Lala has a better track record based on RuPaul's Drag Race.fandom.com slash wiki. <laughs> Based on the rubric, Lala Ree has a better track record. Sorry. Bitch. You're really going to be sitting alone. <laughs> Based solely on my rubric, that's how, you know, I mean, that's that's all you have to go off of. Baby, I built myself from the ground, rubric and mortar. <laughs> mortar is what um, Candy uses as a primer. Um, <laughs> but either way you did it because if Alexis was like I just promised Lala Ree not to send her home because she saved my ass uh, if even if she did that people would be like oh so you're just play, you're just being in an alliance you're just voting for your friend you know what I mean but here's the thing in the interview chair the night before the girls are all asked based on these outfits that you're seeing who will who would you send home so they already kind of know who people are sending home um, and Alexis just puts on her best Judy Jetson dance hooker costume, um, because that's what it is. And it's beautiful. She looks beautiful. And then she collapses at the box at the thought of picking a lipstick. She collapses. She goes, she looks into the camera, <laughs> blinks. She heaves her bosom. She's an actress. And then she collapses. She thinks, theater, theater. <laughs> she picks up Lala's lipstick, looks at it contemplates oh, actually she doesn't over. she doesn't contemplate on candies she contemplates because she takes her lips candies look cuntily taps her fingers taps three times <laughs> with her bejeweled nail and baby alexis puts some oil sheen on them titties too because she looks oily and beautiful alexis's costume is great i love it she looks like an ice skater princess on roids <laughs> meets judy jetson and who could this lip sync assassin be? It's the one and only Nikki Doll. She is looking very Saint Tropez. She just got a tan, honey, in the south of France, honey. <laughs> she looks like the Jessica Simpson version of this song. She really does. And I'm surprised. Have, did you see what she said online? 
What? She, she said, it was a shitty lip sync song. I like Nancy Sinatra in my earphones, not to perform it. Ooh. And she said, instead of all of these people critiquing her, they should get out there and try to perform something to a song that they don't want to perform to. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a song that was tailored for Alexis Michelle. It it's was. theatrical because it is more of like a give it a characterization. And then it's a slow build toward that thing at the end. Da, 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 da. Which yeah. the whole song is just leading up to that. So it's a slow burn for sure. I'd like I'd like to notate the differences in styles of Nikki Doll and Alexis Michelle. Alexis Michelle does the old school thing where she immediately finds the beat of the song and is giving hips and and she's hitting the music. She, she's not just hitting the words. Nikki's hitting the words and acting it out more. Alexis's body is taken over by the music and she's hitting all the beats of the music. Nikki's performing the words. How do of the I turn song. off this lamp? <laughs> I think it was the last ten seconds of the lip sync were the best seconds of it. The rest mm-hmm. of it, I would have almost said that Alexis trounced Nikki doll. But when the jumping started, it wasn't a trouncing anymore. And Nikki doll looks beautiful. I think she, she should have kept that. I, I, why would you take the reveal cape off that soon, Nikki Doll? Like, she should have kept that puffer on and then revealed on the first chorus. And Alexis Michelle dropping into the splits, Slowly. just like showing everybody, look what mama can do. Slowly, like, slowly, too good a job to rush. I, I think Alexis is a wonderful addition to this season because she's a stealth villain. You don't know what she's going to do and then she's pulling out tricks and then she's sending her best friend home, the girl that she's been trying to fuck the whole (laughs) season. She's... uh, If I was Lala now, I would ask to share a dressing room with her on tour and then as soon as I was about to get naked, I would say, can I please have some privacy, Miss Michelle? Can you leave the room? That's what I would do. That's what you would do. I think I'm so shocked at what Alexis did. But Alexis knows that if she didn't do this, probably the judges would have found a way to send her home because they needed to, they needed someone to be the villain. And Alexis was probably ev- almost every girl in the franchise is not desperate to get back on the franchise, but wants to get on the franchise bad enough that they will tell the judges, I will do whatever you want, baby. Well, and yeah. Alexis is doing exactly what the producers want. Yeah. But she's also slaying. This lip sync, Alexis clearly won. And the judges also knew whose lipstick Alexis had in their bra. Of course. I'm wondering, I can't wait to see who the team, who the girls voted for if it was Lala or Candy next week. Well, what I would have done, because, you know... If what? these are the rules, then, like, let's make it chaotic. I would have just planned to make it a tie with the with the other girls. Because what happens if it gets locked in a tie? The group vote. I would have had them lock, lock it in a tie and then have the Alexis throw the lip chooses. sync. I think if it's but, a tie, the assassin gets to vote. But she's talking about the, oh, they get a vote? No, they do not. Because they don't know. They don't know the girls. They don't know how they've been doing. That's why I said I think. Based on looking at you right now, I would say you go home. Thank you. You are a fat cunt with ugly shoes. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's the New York quote, right? Based (laughs) on looking you up and down of. (laughs) Girl, they don't know the rules that far. They haven't made them because they haven't happened yet. So if there is a tie. First ever all-star season with lip sync that like Rue decides if there's a tie or something. Do you mean lipstick? See, I would have done that. I would have been like, okay, Jimbo, you vote for Lala. (laughs) Jessica, you vote for Candy. They'll they'll each vote for each other. And then it's a tie. But you can't trust Alexis to do what she says she will do ever because she is a reality TV contestant. I don't want to say she's a liar in the real world, but in this bubble, she's a liar. Well, Alexis is. If she was wearing a Alaya, that would be fine. Because a liar in Alaya. No, if Alexis lost the lip sync. 
you, that would have had to be part of the plan. Have Alexis throw the lip sync, take off her wig, kick off her shoes, and not know any of the words. Then they would have to go to the group vote. And you then know you Alexis would have can't just kick tied. off them shoes. She needs to sit down, cross her leg, <laughs> unzip. She's not a standard boot removal girl. Rip, rip the wig off really bad until it's stocking cap showing. Take two of her fingernails <laughs> off so she could get the zip, the thumb, and the index. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just at a loss for this because at this point, yeah, it's it. You can see where it's going. Yeah. So, could you have seen a world where Lala stayed and Candy went home? Yes, I could have seen a world where that happened. And I I I don't wish it did happen, but if they if if they were going by track record like Alexis has been saying all season and then she goes and does the opposite, I'm just kind of confused. Is it cuz she's scared of Candy? <laughs> yes, I I really think it is because she did admit to that and she lives in Candy's town and she knows Candy's reach. Someone did a um Someone did a meme of Alexis in the mirror voting or mm-hmm. choosing lipsticks, and it was the picture of Candy from the Brady Bunch with the gun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I aimed at her. Did you watch Untucked? I did. I, I No do fame wa- games? It's because it was a design challenge. So give them a box. They didn't Show them what we can do. Girl, they're not trying to put any extra effort into their little satellite programming that they ripped off on my YouTube channel, okay? The only reason I watch Untucked is for the fame games. They got to the end. They were like, we'll be back next week with some actual fame games. Bitch. I like the part in the lip sync before we get to Untucked where they said, Nikki Doll, you're excused. You can stand at the back of the stage. We need you to fill in the back, do some background extra work to make it look not so empty. Um, I did watch in Untucked when Alexis... She she does this moment where like her head leans back and she's tapping her nails and just relishing the moment. It's like evil Cinderella's stepmom arch behavior. <laughs> just they are and the music that they put behind her when she does it, it's the opposite <laughs> of Jimbo music. The opposite. Like right. the underscoring, if you have no words and you just listen to the underscore, you know who the villain is. You know who the antagonist is. And you know that Alexis Michelle is both of those for this episode. Because the music, every time Alexis does something in this, is like a minor key. (laughs) And it's very indicative of it. It's like 101 reality TV. And then Jimbo's music, it's it's very clear. Uh, What about the secret note? The secret letter? The fact that Alexis passed Candy a letter and Candy did not want to even mention she it to anybody else. Did you you don't... she really forgot about it? No. How do you forget that a bitch wants to be in alliance with you? Yeah. Well, well, who knows? Uh, no fame games. Um, uh, Lala's like, fuck, I should have sent that bitch home. Yeah, Lala is very direct in this. So She's like, well... Down. I want this girl to win or this girl or this girl, just not Alexis. Exactly. And uh, for for me, if I was Lala, I would be so shocked that Alexis sent me home after trying to get my dick all, oh. all these weeks and saying to my face, I will not forget it. But here's the thing. They don't show at any point Candy saying to Alexis, well, bitch, remember when I saved you twice? Other than in Untucked when Alexis is like, um, if the, our positions were reversed – would you have my back? And Candy was like, uh, I saved you twice, ho. Right. So Alexis has a hard decision to make. And sure, she gets all this money from the lip sync, but I would give back the money to not make this decision because for the rest of her life, people are going to be brandishing Alexis Michelle as a two-faced villain because of her actions on this reality show. In real life, is she? No. It's just a reality show, and she's playing a character and being a contestant. Her name's yeah. not even Alexis Michelle. Shh. Oh um, but this is one of those things where the decisions the girls make affect their careers the rest of their life. Yeah. And these are decisions the judges should be making because they're paid to make them. 
They are paid to make them. Do your fucking job, judges, just like we do every week on Race Chaser. Thank you for joining us. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe. Take a moment. Leave us a rating, too. This is the moment. (laughs) And you can sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus, where you get access to all of our mom shows ad free and many of them a day early, plus exclusive bonus episodes and monthly video episodes of this little podcast, Race Chaser. Race Chaser. You can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, and our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. Our mom podcast Instagram and TikTok is Mom Podcasts. And email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And we will be back next week with more discussion, dissection, and dissemination. I have an underwater snork car. Remember the snorks? No. They had like big dicks coming out of the forehead that blew bubbles. I was so oh, jealous. Oh, the snorks. Okay, I got it. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Paramount Media Networks, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. M. Oh. M. Mom. To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. <laughs>